And now, the stars of four kids will sing the national anthem. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light. <laughs> Hello everyone, and welcome to Sonic Shuffle, a random and holistic Sonic lore podcast. I'm the student, Mark. And I'm the teacher, Dan. This week, uh, we're going through some more uh, Gall- Gallagher era Archie. It's technically, like, we've started to get, like, stories written by Ken Penders, but it's not the, quote, proper Penders era that Archie Sonic is famous for. There's still a lot of goofy gag issues. Uh, even the stuff that's being written by Penders is still pretty lighthearted. Is he what makes it, like, more serious? Yeah, he ends up making it uh, much more of a serious thing. Uh, and also a very weird thing. Going forward with uh, Archie Sonic, I figure we could run through five issues per episode until we start getting, like specific arcs or start going into like side series and whatnot mm-hmm. uh, I've uh, just for my notes I have written uh, more thorough notes on on uh, stories that are more relevant and quicker notes on stories that are less relevant with that in mind let us start on issue 11 the first story in this is called the good the bad and the hedgehog it opens with Robotnik's evil machine, which seems to be some sort of pollution creator. Just a thing that makes pollution. Uh, it's polluting a river. <laughs> yeah, it, it, like in the first shot, it looks kind of like a factory, but it doesn't seem to actually be making anything other than pollution. So I guess it's the pollution factory. Um, Gotta go to the pollution factory. Gotta clock in. Uh, nine to five, uh, just making, uh, CO2 forever. Yeah. (laughs) I'm actually looking at it, uh, and I see, it's like, is that Scratch? Oh, yeah, uh, so, the Freedom Fighters are trying to message Sonic, but he's on the other side of the planet where... He seems to have, like, beaten Scratch and Grounder in a fight. And he gets, like, a message on a communicator watch he has about it. Um, to get there faster, he... Hmm. That's a motorcycle. Um, to get there faster, he takes a shortcut through the special zone. And it's just <coughs> full of little weird background gags. And... There's, like, little bits... It's just, like, different... It's, like, some sort of specific highway thing, they say. And, like, there's little route signs on on the road that say stuff like lowest lane and short path, shortest path, so on and so forth. Uh, Sonic is singing the mm-hmm. Beatles along uh, the winding road. 
Hmm. Uh, he... He ends up going too fast and misses his destination. But the place he ends up in looks similar, but it feels different. He approaches the area where the pollution machine is supposed to be, but instead he finds a veterinary veterinary hospital. And one of the... And one of... Robotnik is treating an animal. And that animal gets very scared when he sees Sonic and all of the animals around them are ready to fight him. Sonic's able to escape, but he bumps into himself. But this version of him is wearing a leather jacket and sunglasses. God damn. This is evil Sonic. And he will become a very important character over the course of Archie's history. He'll get another name eventually, and another look to go along with it. But for now, he's just evil Sonic. He's Sonic in in uh, sunglasses and a leather jacket, and he's evil. He's cool. Yeah. Except he's not cool because he's evil. Hmm. Evil Sonic, like, it gives Sonic, like, the 4 on one on the situation, which is he's in an alternate universe where everyone's morality is swapped. In his universe... The Freedom Fighters fight against freedom, and Dr. Robotnik is trying to heal the animals they injure. Sonic tries to go back to his world, but Evil Sonic stops him because he's evil. So, Evil Sonic chases Good Sonic all around Reverse Mobius until Sonic is able to trap him in Robotnik's veterinary hospital, and the animals in there beat him up, and Sonic saves the day. After, yeah. No, it's just he reveals that he's good Sonic or something. Yeah, that's basically what happens. And Sonic goes back to his own world and he's got a device that the good Robotnik made to suck up all the sludge that's polluting the river. In fact, he sucks sucks up so much that it's too much for the pollution machine to handle, causing it to blow up. Uh, there's also some stories about coconuts getting a plan foiled by the Freedom Fighters, and there's a story where Sonic eats chili dogs before bed, and he has a dream where everyone is fast food. Aw, there's these cute, like, kid drawings of Sonic. Oh, yeah. That's, uh, something that's gonna be throughout this series. Like, like, it's, uh, it's a, it's a book for children, so, like, kids will send their their drawings of Sonic to the editors and they post the pictures. I'm I'll see if I can like point out any of that are really eye catching to me, but for now it's just nice that they're there. Yeah. Let's see, issue twelve. Uh there's a time travel story where Sonic goes back in time and he beats Robotnik's ancestor with the help of Son of the Boghog. Uh, he's a bog hog because hedges don't exist yet. What? Because <laughs> uh, hedges are an invention of suburbs, probably, maybe. Probably. Uh, it's caveman times either way. Uh, when the story ends, uh, Sonic transplants... A bunch of hedges from the forest to 
uh, Sonog's time. And that's basically the story. I just wanted to bring it up because it has a character named Sonog the Boghog. Yes, it's spelled uh, fucking S-O-N U-G-H. Like, ugh, like a caveman would say. Uh, there's a story where Sonic's on, like, a mountain range, and Sonic, like, helps an elderly eagle, like, reunite with his flock, and there's, like, a thing in this episode, in this story where Robotnik has, like, a ram robot, and he's wearing lederhosen because they're on a mountain. Uh, His cousin is there, whatever. The third story has Sonic running into a lynx named Larry Lynx, who is a walking jinx. And he brings bad luck to people. Uh, he ends up using Larry Lynx's bad luck to beat Robotnik. And this ends his bad luck streak forever. Uh, Larry Lynx will eventually come up again. I, Oh, right. I'm remembering now how he initially comes back. There's like... Well, we'll get to it when we get to it, but... I is don't he still th- a jinx? Or, well, you I, said he's no longer a jinx. But. Yeah. I don't know what his deal with is going forward, and I'm not even sure if he has much of a personality going forward, but he'll come up again. Maybe Ian Flynn does something good, cool with him. I don't know. Uh, so, let's uh, move ahead to issue 13, This Island Hedgehog. This story features Knuckles, and Ken Penders yeah. co-wrote it. And it is dedicated to Jack Kirby, who had passed away earlier that year. All three of these things are important to Pender's legacy. Uh, okay, wait, Jack Kirby, like, the comic? Yeah, the comic artist. Okay. He had passed away, like, a few months before the story was published. Like, to make a long story short... You can, a lot of, like, what Pender's, like, idolizes and values comes, really comes down to, like, stuff that was important about Jack Kirby. Like, like, Jack Kirby believed that uh, artists should keep their characters, and that's a good thing. Jack Kirby was a cool dude. He's cool. Pender's interpretation of Jack Kirby's will kind of sucks, though. That's too bad. Yeah, I was like, I think, I don't know a whole lot about Jack Kirby, but does Knuckles become a freedom fighter? Um, I don't, I'm not sure if he officially becomes one or not. Like, Knuckles' deal is like, sort of its own situation as things go on. It's more like, it's more like he runs into the freedom fighters a bunch and they work with each other. Gotcha. And so this initial story has Sonic and Tails flying to a mysterious floating island and getting shot down by Knuckles' unwelcome mat. Like, literally. It's a rocket with a hand holding a welcome mat that says unwelcome on it. (laughs) Sonic and Tails traverse some very loose interpretations of the first two stages of Sonic 3 until they are captured by the one... The only, Knuckles the Echidna. So, Robotnik is, like, spying on them and, like, tricking Knuckles into fighting Sonic by giving him false information. 
Like, that Sonic is an emerald thief, and that he stole the Master Emerald. Or, well, not the Master Emerald. I, They just say an emerald that keeps the island afloat. It looks like a generic Chaos Emerald. Uh, this, 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 ga- this story is not written by people who actually played Sonic 3 and Knuckles. Though, actually, now that I think about it, I don't think the end Knuckles part was out yet, so... They might not actually know. True. Knuckles decides to give Sonic and Tails ten minutes to leave before he starts hunting them down. And Robotnik's pissed about this because he, this isn't what he planned. So he just goes ahead and steals the emerald. So Sonic and Tails keep Knuckles busy long enough for them for Robotnik to steal it because if if Robotnik steal it steal. If Robotnik stole it, that means they didn't steal it. And Sonic gets the Emerald back and he and Knuckles fight some robots and save the day. Uh, Robotnik flees. Sonic rebuilds the plane that he and Tails came in on and they fly away. We get like a closing bit about Knuckles realizing I might run into these people again sometime. Sonic can put together a plane? He's not a dummy dumb dummy? Nah, I... I think, like... Let's... I think, like... It depends I, on the canon, but, like, this Sonic isn't... Isn't, isn't like, dumb or anything. I guess, um, not dumb, but, like, I keep thinking of, like, the the Sonic X one, who just, like, would be like, yeah, whatever, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I also remember vaguely that in, like, some versions of the lore, actually, I think this might be official, but, like, the plane they had in the classic games actually was Sonic's, and, like, the ones in the adventure games is Tails. Hmm. There's also a backup story where uh, they go to space and it's not important. And I didn't take any notes on it. That's so funny that, like, the space story is just not important. Space will be important to this world one day, but that day is not today. So we move on ahead to issue 14. Tails' Taste of Power. Oh no, does Tails become evil? Uh, no, not quite. Uh, Tails tries to save Sonic from a big sentient flower, but Sonic tells him, don't worry, it's a passion flower, it's friendly. And we, it is, he establishes that they're in, like, Rotor's greenhouse, and now they're sticking to Rotor as a name instead of Boomer. Uh, Sonic, like, tells Tails to just watch over the plants while he does Freedom Fighter stuff, and... Tails is sad because he wants to, he wants to be the guy too. So Tails is getting kind of hungry and he spies a fruit hanging from a tree and he decides to try it. When Sonic and Rotor get back, Rotor's plants have become huge and Tails has become a genius. I like the idea that he just ate a random fruit. He's just like, yeah, it looks good. Um, nom nom nom. So Sonic and Rotor are confused, and Rotor realizes Tails ate the only apple Rotor could grow from the Mobian Tree of Wisdom. 
he's like Adam and Eve. He ate the the fruit of of Tails ate the fruit of knowledge and now he must and now he must wander the wastes and wear clothing. Yeah. Now he can commit sin. Yeah. Tails knows what evil is. Uh, Rip. Antoine shows up to tell them that Sally and Bunny have been ambushed in high weeds by a Shredbot, which is just a big robot with sawblade hands. Uh, Sonic tries to stop it, but Tails beats him to it by outsmarting the robot and tricking it into attacking itself and destroying its sawblades. There's, there's this one panel gag where... Tails uses a lot of big words, and Sonic is getting crushed under Tails' giant speech balloon. I like that bit. <laughs> yeah, I see it. He's like, how are you going as fast? Sonic says, your honor, and Tails says, League of Legends, and Sonic says, death. Tails declares himself the new leader of the Freedom Fighters, and he builds an unhelpful vacuum robot, and he makes himself a big medal that says number one on it for him to wear around his chest. <laughs> we are number one. You know, I could see we are number one being the basis for an episode of Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. Honestly, Lazy Town Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog crossover? That would be pretty good. And by good, I mean probably bad. But I would love it. I would also love it. Um, uh, Tails decides he's gonna beat Robotnik once and for all. And he breaks into Robotnik's control room, but the Apple's effects have worn off. Uh, Robotnik and Sniffly capture Tails, and it's up to Sonic to save him. Sonic is able to beat Robotnik by outsmarting Robotnik by tricking him into thinking that the number one medallion Tails has been wearing is actually a bomb. Uh, they, they go back to Knothole, and there's a joke at the end where Antoine lectures Tails, but Tails scares him off with the uh, fake bomb. The second story is a bunch of art with no dialogue that readers are supposed to create dialogue for. Like, it's just, it's like a... Create your own comic thing, and it's a bunch of blank word bubbles, and you fill in the word bubbles with whatever you wanted to put in there. Yeah, it's just like Robotnik made a robot shark that tries to eat Sonic and Tails. Yeah, and uh, they win, and they Sonic holds up the big robot fish like he caught it. I mainly brought up that tail story because that is eventually how they retcon an explanation to why tails after the adventure games is smart. Yeah. I'm gonna question that. Cause I was like, wait, it wears off, but he's like smart now. He's like a little tech guy, but he's not, is he like just not as smart or something? Or like, I think like the idea was, like, there was a little bit of it left, and it just, like, built up over time. Gotcha. It's interesting. I mean, I know it's a retcon, so it's, like, whatever, but I'm just, like, hmm, interesting. Like, 
decision to do it that way instead of just like, oh, he's older, so he understands things. And he actually realized he's very smart. Yeah. Uh, the third story is Girls Just Wanna Have Fun. Uh, girls just wanna have fun. Oh yeah, girls just wanna have fun. This story was co-written by Penders. Robotnik tries to capture Sally and Bunny by luring them in with a fake mall, but Sally and Bunny beat up the robots and tie up Robotnik and Syphilly, and that's basically it, but it's, you know, it's got your 90s girl power feminism. There's, like, a bit where there's defective freedom fighter toys that say stuff like, I hate math, and, you know, that sort of stuff that people were worried about in the 90s, you know. What if it said, I hate men instead? You know? Yeah, no. That would be better. <laughs> Girl power. I hate men. <laughs> uh, like, women also be shopping is the thing. Because they get caught by going into a mall. Yeah. Uh, issue 15 is the last one we're talking about today. And I'm just going to see how much time I've spent talking Uh. A little under half an hour. Alright, cool. That means I'll probably stick with this five-issue-an-episode thing then. Uh, issue 15 has... It's just three relatively unimportant stories. Uh, the first one is about Sonic saving a frog and the frog giving him some magic rocks that are like one-time superpower usage. And Sonic thinks they're not real, but it turns out they do. But he can't find the frog again, so he can't get more. One time use, buddy. Yeah. There's a gag about... There's, like, a gag comic about how Rotor makes, like, all these weird inventions. And, like, Rotor wants to make something new, and they don't know what he's going to make. And it turns out he just made a normal thermos. The third story is about Robotnik trying to defeat Bunny with a magnet robot because she's part metal. But, uh... She and Sonic outsmart Robotnik by getting him to pick up a bunch of other random metal stuff instead. And it... it It's like a non-horny version of Bass Maria. That reference went over my head. Uh, it's, it was a... It's a JoJo villain. Oh man, I keep meaning to watch JoJo. Uh, can we talk about the cover on this one? Because it's... Uh... Robotnik has a cover, has a thing, a pin that says, I heart to pollute. Yeah, it, he's saying like, welcome to my world. And welcome to my twisted mind. All the, all the covers have been like pretty good. Cause the one, the last one had, um, tails spray painting, uh, you know, Sonic the Hedgehog, but then he spray painted and tails. Yeah. It's about him. Yeah, these covers are pretty fun. They're just little bits. Uh, uh, so, that about covers the first five issues. I have just realized that I've been stemming with chopsticks again, and I'm mildly worried I'll have to edit that out later. Let's move on to questions. Yes, if you want to ask us questions, you can ask at 
Shuffle Sonic on Twitter, or in the Ask Zone on our Discord. We also have an email, but I don't think anyone sent it to there. Let me just check, though, now that I'm thinking about it. Do, do, do. Oh, no, no emails. Uh, so, let's uh, start with the Twitter questions. We got two of them. Uh, the first one comes from Jasmine March at Pidmon, who asks, What would you do if your doppelganger was of the opposite gender and other young transgendered questions? But for real, trans girl Sonic, yes or no? I mean, yes. But also, I don't know if the opposite gender thing would work, because I'm non-binary. Yeah. I mean, maybe they would be like... Since I'm technically more, like, kind of trans-masculine, like, they might be more trans-feminine-leaning-ish. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so. my, my own gender situation's kind of weird, too. But as far as trans-girl Sonic goes... Sure. Yeah. That sounds nice. Yeah. That's why I was like, yeah, hell yeah. I wonder if it's like, you know, if any of the other characters hmm. would come Grand out. Sonic Dude. Head Cannons? Yeah. Uh, well, let's see. A uh, friend of the show, Sarah McCostumes, firmly insists Tails is a trans girl. Uh... Honestly, that's a good one because yeah. Tails is so young in the in everything, pretty much. Yeah. That like, honestly, if you had like a later version with like her coming out, like that'd be cool. Personally, I lean slightly towards like trans boy Tails because like the idea of like Tails kind of idealizes Sonic and then realizes to trans his gender. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, I think Shadow is just kind of like, I don't have a gender. I'm fucking ultimate being or whatever the fuck he's called. Right. Um, no gender, just power. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I There's no... like I like a lot of Sonic characters, but as far as, like, trans headcanons go, there's not really a lot I super heavily attach myself to. There are ships I like, uh, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah. It's also, like, I feel like I don't know Sonic well enough to have trans headcanons, you know? Let's see. Basil at Meme asks, What would you do if you were named Evil Sonic like you're born Sonic, but you're evil now, so you're Evil Sonic? Uh, would you stick with it or go with Scourge for a new name? So, <laughs> yeah, eventually Evil Sonic, like, gets a new look where he's got, like, green fur. It's it's a long story, but more, more, notab more worth noting right now is that, like, along with that, he changes his name to Scourge, so you can actually tell them apart. So, I think... This is something. I, I saw a green Sonic, and I think I got Scourge and Manic confused. Yeah. Because they're both 
green hedgehogs that are related to Sonic in some way. Um, I would change my name. I don't know. Probably. Because yeah. why, why be the evil version of, like, somebody else? Like, that's lame. <laughs> I don't Let's know. See. So the evil version of me... Let's see. I would go with... Well, my middle name is Nicholas, so I'd probably change... The evil me would just call himself Nick, probably. The evil me would just go by, like... No... Ne... Ne... My name backwards. Uh, Grom. Grom, yeah, that's probably easier. I was trying to do Morgan backwards, but yeah, Grom. They'd be Grom. <laughs> or um, I would do something stupid, like do like a nobody name and throw an X in there. Oh, yeah. Gromps. Gromps. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's Gromps. Watch out. Watch out. They're fucking asleep because they're bad at being evil. Oh, no. Uh... Oh, no. Nicholas is trying to... Red pill people. <laughs> oh, no. oh my god, wait, so would Gorm would also because I am currently like listening to uh like podcasts that like talk about right wing conspiracies, but like they would just be into them. Oh, that's so fucking dark. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> No. <laughs> oh yeah, the evil version of me would be sis. Also, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. I'm just gonna real check, quick check. Uh, I know we got one Discord question, and I think we might have gotten a sec. Oh yeah, and there was also the one we were, we were putting off for until <laughs> that pod folks came out. Yeah, that's still as we put off because I haven't edited the first like real episode yet. Uh, do you still want to put off the that's pod folks one or? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh... Uh, I yeah, moving has really like kind of fucked with a lot of my my plans. <laughs> okay. Uh... So let's go to Flutterdark's question. Sure. Since I don't know about Evil Sonic, I wonder how he, an early SA2 Shadow, would get along. So, after a certain point in Flynn's run, he starts this series called Sonic Universe, which is basically, it's, it's Sonic stories, but like focused on all of the other characters. Like, maybe there's a story... There's, like, an arc about Tails. There's an arc about Scourge. There's an arc about so on and so forth. Uh, I really love Sonic Universe, and we'll get into that someday. But... Is that an Archie? Is that an Archie thing, or...? Yeah, it's an Archie thing. Okay. So, as far as, like, evil Sonic and Shadow hanging out goes, uh, I'm sure Scourge has hung out with... Has like had to fight Shadow at some point, but I feel like I feel like Shadow would would hate would hate uh, Evil Sonic. Yeah, 
even like even when he was like on the like quote unquote like dark team for like some of the earlier games like before his own game like I don't think he was like evil in that way yeah yeah I think like like Shadow is like morally gray and like yeah. Sonic is evil uh, I think I think Shadow would just like be very dismissive of evil Sonic and just really unimpressed. Shadow is like, true ambivalence is the only way forward. How can you care about anything? And also, how can you be evil? Why do you have any fucking ideology at all? <laughs> yeah. I think that wraps things up for this week. Uh, let me roll for... We rolled an eight. That's Sonic X again. <laughs> we'll never do the games. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I'm just really surprised we even rolled the Sonic Bible that early as we did. Uh, so next week, we'll be going through more Sonic X. As always, uh, I'm Dan. You can find me at a lot of places, and you can find all those places at linktr.ee slash Mike underscore Dawson with a zero. Uh, from there, you can find my Twitter. You can find my uh, comedy blog at Xbox underscore Holiday. Uh, you, can, you can follow my... You can go to uh, my... Listen to my other podcasts like... Uh, Strangers Fiction, an, an actual play podcast focused on one-shots, or uh, what's the other one I was thinking of? Oh yeah, uh, Pod of Greed, Pod of Greed uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast that I'm on a lot. Let's see, Pod of Greed is, at the time of this recording, about halfway through Capsule Monsters, I think. Cool. We're very close to episode 100. Oh, hell yeah. Um, I think I signed up for after Capsule Monsters, so... Yeah, yeah, you're you're gonna be in the, uh, the Egypt arc. Morg, where can we find you? You can find me at, uh, Haunting the Morg, Haunting the M-O-R-G, on Twitter. Uh, it's also my Tumblr, but I never use it, so... Uh, and you can also find me at on another podcast called Wow Cool Robot, where I and friend of the show slash other co-host of Dan of the show, Max, Maxi Pajillion, uh, watch Gundam, Mobile Suit Gundam, the first one, uh, 0079. And we talk about it. And it's a lot. It's actually really good. Even though it's like very old. Um, and then that's it for now. Although Dan did mention um, another podcast that I started to make, and the first episode is out, but it's not like on anything except Twitter at the moment because there's still like stuff we're trying to figure out, but it's called That's Pod Folk. And it's about Looney Tunes, watching Looney Tunes and trying to describe it. Right. 
uh, a la how we tried to describe Sonic Vent, uh, Adventures Sonic Hedgehog on here. <laughs> mm-hmm. With that in mind, you can find you can find this podcast on sh- twitter.com at ShuffleSonic. You can also uh, you can also email us at SonicShuffleCast at Gmail. And you can find the Discord on, on our Twitter as well. Uh, uh, that's, that's about it. Uh, so, as always, Sonic is real, he is strong, and he is my friend. Sonic said, fuck the police. He's the only blue life that matters. All right. Good night, everyone. Good night, everyone.